Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. How are you? It's Lisa Boldo, and it's always so good to be with you every Thursday night for the broadcast. So I hope that you had a Merry Christmas, and I would have loved to have done this broadcast in front of the tree again, but my little bird was really loud last week, so I had to just keep going. But I hope you all are doing fabulously. And I don't want to talk real long tonight, but I just had a couple of things on my heart that, uh, I, that I felt the Lord wanted me to share with you. And really, it's just a reminder of a few things. You know, there's a lot of people that have been going through a lot of family struggles, you know, um, dealing with illnesses with family members and my goodness, it just, I don't know, it just seems more like that to me in this season than I've ever seen before. And of course, you know, the challenges even that I've been going through since um, October 30th with my own mom. So for the last, um, you know, wow, the last couple of months, it has been, whew, it's been, it's been a little rough, you know, to say the least, but thank God that I have the Holy Spirit living in me. And if you are a believer, you are a child of God, you also have the same Holy Spirit that I do living in you. That is the beauty of our God. So I see you guys jumping on. It's so great to see you, Liz, Audrey, and I, I know that there's more on. It's not showing me all the names yet, but it will. So I really just kind of wanted to keep this short tonight, but if you've been struggling with anything in this season or lately or even today, the, the message that the Lord put on my heart for tonight is about just remembering a few things. And I love what Jeremiah 23, 29 says. The word says, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer which shatters a rock? Think about this. You know, there are so many beautiful, um, so many beautiful scriptures in the Bible that all, they, that talk about the power of our God, the power to shatter, the power to crush. You know, Hebrews 4.12, this is one of the reminders that the Lord wanted me to share with you tonight is remember that Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is alive. It's living. It's active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. If you can think of a two-edged sword and how sharp it is, right? And yet the word of God is called the sword of the spirit. Think about it. You have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you, right? And his word coming out of your mouth is a sword that shatters like a rock. Mm, I love it. And in that, you have the power to bind and you have the power to loose, which are the keys of the kingdom of, of God, right? The kingdom of heaven. Jesus said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. What are they? It's the power to bind, the power to loose. In Luke 10, 19, Jesus said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. And then he said, you know, that he's given us the power to go and heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers, right? And here's the thing. Why isn't everybody doing it? 
Why isn't everybody doing it? You know, one of the things that the Lord wanted from his people is for us to be set apart, right? For us to be set apart, living holy and H-O-L-Y, but giving ourselves holy, right? W-H-O-L-L-Y. All of us, giving all of us, all of ourselves to God for service, for his purpose, right? We come, Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, I came to serve, right? And we're supposed to follow in his footsteps, so we are supposed to also be serving our fellow man. How do we do that? We help them to live victoriously. Excuse me, I just need a drink of water. Mm. My throat was getting dry. Mm. Too much talking. <laughs> That's what I do, right? So anyway, that, you know, those are just a few of the things. Let me see what else I wrote down here. And of course, speaking to your mountain. I talk about this all the time, you know, and one of the things that I've been thinking about is why believers aren't walking in all that God has for us. You know, listen, if you look around, people all around you are sick, right? Christians and non-Christians alike. And, you know, a lot of times with Christians, you know, you'll talk to them about maybe what God, you know, has done for us and the authority authority that he's given us. And yet we're not walking in it or you'll hear unbelief come out of their mouth. You know, well, yeah, but, and then there's all these excuses. I see my friend, Tony Jean watching. I love you, Tony Jean. I'm going to have her on. Listen, and if any of you are looking for a good holistic nutritionist, Tony Jean Amato Kulpinski, who's watching right now, hit her up because she's amazing. Anyway, I just wanted to, you know, I have to give credit where credit is due. She loves the Lord and she loves people and the testimonials are amazing. Now, you guys know me and Jesus said, you know, we have authority and a divine life. If you are giving yourself holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, to the Lord, then his spirit is going to overtake you and you shouldn't have any issues going on. You shouldn't. And listen, I haven't arrived. There are things that, you know, I'm like, Lord, what do I do about this? Or Lord, what do I do about that? Or I know I'll take authority, but many times the Holy Spirit will show me in the natural you need to be eating more greens. You need to be, you know, taking better care of yourself. You need to get more sleep. You need to lay off the sugar. I'm just being serious. You know, the Lord said to me a couple weeks ago, he said, your physical body is what you will use to do the work of the Lord. So take care of it. Make sure you take care of, you know, your physical body, but not just your physical body, obviously your emotions. And listen, I've got those seven scriptures to stand on for healing and not even just to stand on for healing, but we'll show you how to receive your healing, how to take authority for your healing. And if you go to my website at lisaboldo.com, put your name and your email address in the boxes and you will get those seven scriptures. And yes, it has a video that comes with it. And I highly recommend that everybody watching do this because you need these scriptures. And not only that, but you can read them every single day as a reminder you know, uh, to, you could just say them out loud and I'm telling you, you will be fearless and you will be 
the enemy won't be able to touch you. I'm serious. You, ugh. he doesn't want to even try to touch you after you are, you know, you just build yourself up in your most holy faith, right? You've got to encourage yourself in the Lord. Pray in the spirit. Paul said, I pray in the spirit more than all y'all, right? And when you pray in the Holy Ghost or you pray in the spirit, praying in tongues, right? You have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Then the Lord just reveals things to you, but he's never going to speak to you apart from his word. I'm telling you, there's so much wisdom in that. And if you've never received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you can just ask the Lord to baptize you with his Holy Spirit. You know, when you are born again, the Holy Spirit is gives you, you know, is it recreates your spirit. The Holy Spirit recreates your spirit and he gives you a revelation of yourself, how much you need him. And he gives you a revelation of God. Okay. So, and then as you renew your mind with the word, now you can have the mind of Christ and you'll know how to walk in that authority. But when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, baptism in the Holy Spirit is so that you now have the power. You are endued for, with power from God to go out and witness to others and lay hands on the sick. You know, and here's the thing. When you get born again, I'm getting excited. Ah, this is what happens. I'll tell you, I could be falling asleep. I start talking about the Lord and... The Han quickened in the Holy Ghost, right? He just, he quickens my spirit, right? The Holy Spirit quickens your mortal body. And so the baptism of the Holy Spirit is when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, right? And now you have his power to go out and witness to others. Now, you can't witness to others in, a, in an area that you have not overcome yourself. Say, for example, if you have been dealing, just for example, say with addiction of any kind, you haven't overcome it yet. Well, let me rephrase that. Because you could be in the middle of overcoming it. So you can help someone to a degree. You can certainly tell them about the goodness of God, right? And how God is helping you. And when you overcome what you're going through, you can help anybody who's going through because you, and the reason for that is because now you'll be talking about it from a place of victory. Okay. And so it's, it's just awesome. God wants to use every single one of you, all, every one of you, God wants to use you for his purpose, but you've got to make sure that, you know, if you've got known sin in your life that you're dealing with, get it out, get rid of it. Listen, and it's not because God, it's not, how do I say this? Okay. It's not based on performance. God loves you no matter what. But the problem is that if you actively have sin in your life, Satan has access to you. You want to have a no access zone to the enemy. And not only that, but if you have a known sin that you're operating in, you're not going to have total confidence in God. You're not going to, you know, because that's where a lot of people say, well, you know, I've been so bad. How can God, you know, really love me or use me? Meanwhile, it has nothing to do with, listen, God loving you has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what Jesus did for you. God loves you, period. He made you. He created you. He loves you. He loves you. God loves all of his creation, the problem is that they don't all love him. 
because they don't understand how much he loves them and they don't understand what Jesus did for them, you know, and how he, God already took the sins of the world and placed it on Jesus. And it is available. This, this is a gift that's available to every human being out there, but they don't know it. And it's up to us to tell them, listen, listen, you know, you, you, God loves you. And then, you know, people that don't believe, or maybe they their, their lives are just in such a bad place right now. They're going to say, no, no, no. You know, even Peter said to, to Jesus, away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. You know, like, like go away. I'm a sinful man. Jesus never left him. He helped him. He trained him. He showed him the way, right? God loves you. Excuse me. My goodness. My throat is dry. Mm. Okay. Thank God. At least I don't have hiccups, right? <laughs> anyway, praise God. Oh my gosh. Someone at our house for Christmas had hiccups the other day and I showed her how to get rid of them in five seconds. I've got a video, but actually it's so easy not to take away from, but I'll just help you real quick. If you ever do have hiccups, you can get rid of them in five seconds by literally taking a glass of water, just hunch your shoulders over like this, just hunch over, pick up your head, drink slowly, count to five, and then sit up and your hiccups will be gone. I promise it works every time. Okay, that was just a side note. So in any event, you know, so God really just, he wants you to know and he wants, he wants everyone to know how much he loves you. And what Jesus did, he paid the price. He, with his own blood, for all the sins. What did Jesus do, right? He takes away the sins. He took away the sins of the world. The problem is, the only way that you can have that free gift available to you is if you receive it. You believe it. You say, Lord, I want what you did for me and I receive it. You know, and, and you just... You, and then just start reading his word. Get an easy-to-read Bible, start reading, and you'll see how much God loves you. You'll start growing in his word. The Holy Spirit will recreate your spirit. Next thing you know, you're reading the word. You're understanding what you're reading, right? Because a lot of times, people who are not believers, they might say, yeah, I tried to read that. I didn't understand anything. Get an easy-to-read Bible, but the first step is ask Jesus to just come into your heart and be your Lord, be your Savior. Listen, the Holy Spirit will give you a revelation. You know what? Here's the thing. Before you're even saved, God is always, always trying to woo you, trying to talk to you and tell you that he loves you, that he's here for you, and all you got to do is call out to him, right? Jesus said, anyone who calls out to me in no way will I cast out. Anyone He's close to the brokenhearted. He came to bind the wounds of the brokenhearted. He came to heal you, right? He came to save, to set you free, to heal. Oh my gosh, to help you so that you could overcome everything that Satan would throw at you. Sickness, sin, all of it. So you could live victoriously. That's the goodness of our God. Ah, it's... Mm. He overwhelms me. Do you ever like drive sometimes and you just think about the goodness of God and you just start crying? Well, it happens to me all the time. Someone's asking, what is the best Bible version for a new believer? You know what? I personally, 
I like the NLT, the New Living Translation, just because it's really easy to read, really easy to understand. I've got many versions of the Bible. I've got I've got a plethora of Bibles. I just seem to, you know, go to this one a lot, but then I'll compare it sometimes with, you know, the King, the New King James or um I even have um the expanded um edition did I just do with it? Oh, here it is. It's the New Testament um, by Kenneth S. West, and it's an expanded edition that really helps to, you know, it goes more like in depth um, in, with all the New Testament scriptures. It's, it's awesome. So sometimes I like to, you know, I'll take like the New Living Translation and then I'll kind of look at um, and see what it says in the expanded as well. But so that's, that's just personally where I would start, the New Living Translation. It's just very easy. And the thing is, is that when you understand what you're reading, you're not going to want to put it down. God is so good. So anyway, I just feel like I'm here to remind you tonight, and you know, as all my videos, that, well, number one, God loves you. Number two, if you've never asked him to be your Lord and Savior, it's so simple just with all your heart. And you could do that with me right now. I'll just lead you into it. Sorry, someone's asking me, what do you think of the modern English version? Mike, I've never read that translation, so I really don't know. But um, just, I'm really not sure. But what you could do maybe is get like a New King James or something and just compare them. You know, um, the ESV is pretty good as well, the English Standard Version. Um, so in any event, but let's just pray right now. If you've never made Jesus your Lord, it's so simple. Just say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. And I know that God raised you on the third day. You died for me, but you are alive now and you live forever. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Take my life and make it what you want it to be. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit so that I can be on fire for you. Lord, change my life forever. I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Woo! See, now I would say, welcome to the family of God. So what's the next step? Now the Holy Spirit will come in, recreate your spirit. If you're already born again, listen, you have to renew your mind with God's word, meaning now you have to change your mindset to agree with God. You have to agree with God because once you get born again and that, okay, let me just explain quickly because I just feel like there's going to be a lot of new people watching that to be born again simply means that when you're born the first time into this world, you're born a natural, you know, you're born you're actually born in sin. You're born under, you know, Adam and Eve and all that. So you're born in sin the first time. And even though you're a baby, you've never done anything wrong, just spiritually, you need to be born of the Holy Spirit. So now, the so anyway, once you ask the Lord to come in and be your Lord and Savior, now the Holy Spirit will come in and recreate your spirit and it makes you born from above. That's what it means to be born again. So you've had a natural birth here in the world, but now you need a spiritual birth so that the Holy Spirit can come and live inside of you and you can actually 
learn to have the mind of Christ as you read the Word of God. Because without the Holy Spirit coming in and recreating your spirit, that you can't even really understand the, the mind of Christ. You can't understand the things of God because they're spiritual, right? And the, to be to not have this, the mind of Christ or to, to have the spiritual aspect is to be what's called carnal, which is only natural. And which means you're only going to live by your five senses and you'll never understand that there's a real devil out there that just wants to, you know, kill and destroy and make people sick. You know, when people go to the doctors and they can't find out what's wrong with them. Listen, I just believe, you know, sickness, it just in general, it's the devil. We also have a responsibility, you know, our bodies, we've got to take care of them or they can break down. You know, I mean, listen, if you're born again and you're spirit filled with the Holy Spirit and you're not getting enough sleep, you know, deep down, you need to be getting enough sleep. But if you keep ignoring that, it will catch up with you. Same thing is, you know, for example, if you keep eating tons of sugar, right? And, but deep down, you know, you shouldn't, but you keep doing it. You're literally, you're, 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 you're pushing away what God is telling you to do, the wisdom of God, and it will catch up with you. And then it will show up as something that didn't need to be, but then, you know, you need to do what's right and just overcome it, right? You repent for having not paid attention, and then you do everything you have to do in the natural, and you speak in line with God's word. Lord, I know I messed up, but by your stripes I'm healed, and I am healed, and I'm going to do what's right, and I'm going to get my body in line. And that's how you do it, and then you take actions to do that. Don't let anything come out of your mouth. To the contrary, you'll be healed. Jesus cast out spirits with a word and healed all manner of sickness and disease, and we're supposed to be, you know, able to do the same. So remember as a believer, you have the power to bind and you have the power to loose, right? Matthew 16, 19, you have the power to bind. Jesus gave you the keys to the kingdom, the power to bind and the power to loose. You know, if somebody is struggling and, you know, maybe they've got all these migraines and they just don't know what to do. It might be something that, you know, in their physical bodies, but listen, in Jesus's day, they had so many, you know, sicknesses and diseases and all, and he instantly healed them. Now, here's the thing. As a believer, you can set somebody free instantly, but if they want to stay free, they need to renew their minds with the word because they could get healed and then turn around the next day and start talking all kinds of sick and death and, you know, cursing themselves and all this stuff. Next thing you know, they're sick again. And then they're blaming God and it wasn't God at all, right? You know, and it reminds me when Jesus healed, my goodness, excuse me, I'm so thirsty. Mm. Excuse me. <clears throat> when Jesus healed the man in the temple and then he found him a, a little while later in the temple and he said, see, you are well. He goes, now stop sinning or something worse can happen to you. You see, it's like you can be healed, right? But guard yourself against sin because, again, it's not based on God's going to love you more if you don't have sin in your life. No, no, no. It's, it's not about God loving you more or having more favor on you. It's you give Satan access to your life 
when you oppose God's word or when you say or do something contrary to God's word. For example, and I'm not picking on people who smoke. See, I'm not even going to say smokers because I don't want to label anybody. But say, just say, for example, people who smoke. They know they shouldn't be smoking, but that's one of those things that it's like, I know I shouldn't, but eh, like I'm going to anyway. And then you risk, you know, the consequences of that. You know, and I always say if you're doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing, you know it opposes. How do I say this? God loves you, but anytime that you say or do anything contrary to his word, you're going to be in bondage. You know, it's like if you, um, you know, you, you smoke, just for example, right? You know it's not good for you. And every time that, that snake's mouth is just getting a little bigger, getting a little bigger, getting a little bigger, getting a little bigger. And what does Satan want to do? Psh, destroy kill and destroy. That's why you have to destroy sin and get it out of your life before the enemy can do what he wants to do in your life, right? Okay. So I am going to let you guys go, but if this has been a blessing to you tonight, make sure that you share it. People need to know that God loves them and they need to know that there's, that it's not about, God loves them no matter what. God loves you no matter what no matter what you've done. And all you have to do is just call out to Jesus. He said, in no way will I cast anyone out who calls on me. He's near to the brokenhearted. He loves, you know, um, a, like a broken and contrite spirit that just wants him. He, not that he loves, you know, or gets, you know, glory in seeing people suffer. No, no, no. He, he, he loves that, that they're calling out to him, that you're calling out to him because he wants to help. He wants to heal, right? But to say, Lord, heal me, heal me, heal me. Jesus already paid the price for your healing. That's not how people get healed. By the way you get healed is to say, Lord, I receive what you did for me by your stripes. You already paid the price in full with your blood. Now, and then you could say, Holy Spirit, show me what I have to do. If it's something in your physical body and, you know, maybe you're, you're bloated and you're heavy and you're, you know, listen, it's really an easy fix. And, and, but you got to get the mind of Christ. You want to be strong. Holy Spirit, show me what to do. Give me your wisdom. He will give to all who ask generously, generously without taking anything back. He loves you. He wants you to be well. I want, I want you to be well too. So I love you. I bless you in Jesus name. Make sure you share this on your social media and let's advance God's kingdom together. The new year is right around the corner and I've been back and forth a lot with my mom and, you know, praying for her eyes to be open to the truth of God's word. You know, she, she's been very resistant because she says I'm Catholic and I don't believe the way you believe. And it's just, it, it's been tough, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bind. I'm going to bind that evil spirit that's been tormenting her. And, you know, I was thinking about this even before the broadcast. And let me tell you something. Get alone with God. Let him show you exactly what to do. And there's no time or distance in the spirit. Meaning, you can just, I've, I've attacked things 
from a distance and boom, and I've seen it. So I literally was just thinking about this before the broadcast and there's some good things coming for 2019. So I'm excited and yes, together in Jesus name, we are going to advance the kingdom of God. Be holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, give yourself holy to the Lord. Be set apart for him so he can use you greatly and mightily and you will see unprecedented miracles in your life. All right, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name, and I will see you again really soon. All right, good night.